for SEN America. This is Inside the Playbook Podcast. Hello and welcome to SEN America Presents Inside the Playbook Podcast. We are back after a week off last week and we are very happy to be here. And with us today, we have Tommy Douglas. Hey boys. Campbell Gould, welcome back, mate. G'day, boys. Good to be back. And the smiley little Shane Bullen in the corner with a dirty moustache. Howdy, how are you? Hiya, mate. So we've got a bit of a, a structure change here in the podcast this week. Um, very exciting. We've got a bit of what we've learned uh, from the previous week. Uh, our fantasy team of the week stays. Uh, then for all you fantasy people, waiver wire pickups. We've got four of those to get through. And also looking at a couple of games of the week. So we'll start with what we learned. Um, we've got five here, and we're starting with the Falcons are sliding, boys. Mm. Um, Matt Ryan's season to date, I think he's sort of going under the radar, uh, probably not getting as much criticism as he should be. Um, hasn't really played that well as of late. Been fumbling the ball a lot, and you think Julio and Freeman are sort of covering his tracks a little bit there, Tommy. Well, that's it. Like His problem is his third-down conversions are at about 30-40%. And on the weekend, he was 5 from 15, and they've lost three of their last four games against winnable teams. New Orleans, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. You have to win those games. Yeah, definitely. Mm. They've been real disappointing. Matt Ryan, I've been thinking this all season. I'm glad someone else is finally agreeing with me. Yeah. Matt Ryan has been real sneaky bad all year. It started <laughs> off in the Eagles game where he was just trash in that yeah. round one matchup. And I don't think he's got that much better, to be honest. No, I, I agree. And like I know we, it makes it harder because we have a uh, Falcons fan that disagrees with everything <laughs> we say about the Matt Ryan debacle. But he really has. Um, and, you know, if this was another quarterback... Uh, you look at the likes of someone like uh, Jay Cutler's cop that his whole career, but he he definitely seeks that attention when he plays bad. Mm. He gets it, and Ryan has always escaped that, and I don't know why. Tommy, it's, it's also because they've been well. Like they were six and zero to start the season, and it, when teams are performing well, they don't get they don't get picked on. Like they're still they're six and three now. Carolina twice to play. They could even miss the playoffs. Yeah, I yeah, think, agree on that. Well, I yeah. think their chance of playoffs is the wild card spot, and the way the Vikings are playing, depending on their next few mm. weeks goes, I reckon the Vikings have remi- a massive chance to take that spot. They're reminding me a lot of the Eagles last year, starting really well and then dropping off right at the end of the season and being and, overrated. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, anyway, we'll move, with that, we'll move on to the next uh, next uh, what we learned here. With the Bills, are a different team with Taylor and Watkins Campbell. It, it's it's unbelievable watching the difference. Um, in terms of in terms of fantasy, EJ Manuel was a good replacement. Yeah. But but in terms of real game, you watch EJ Manuel play, and you just can't be- you England. just can't believe you just can't believe where they drafted him. What's he the mean, only bloke to lose in three, in three different, different countries? countries. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. not the best stat to have. No. But look, they're four and two with Taylor, um, and that's including that loss to New England. Um, but. They're playing real well together. I think on the weekend, mm. Sammy Watkins had like 100 out of 120 uh, of the passing yards or something. Like yeah, it, yeah. It, it, He's just he's thrown to Watkins, and those two are just smashing it together. Together, together they perform well. They're, only, they're three and one together, and the only loss was to New England. But it, it complements the running game as well, and, and it gives you the option if you put Watkins out deep, they can't just flood the box and stop mm. the running game. Yeah. Um, we but saw also, both of their running backs on the weekend had exactly. 100 plus yards. Exactly yeah, right. I was going to touch on that just then myself with Williams and McCoy um, up and about. They're a different mm. team. Um, it's just that defensive line still isn't what anyone thought it would be. No. Uh, they've got a really, really talented defensive line, but 
it's been a secondary, yeah. um, a very underrated secondary, I think, in the Buffalo. They're shutting down the number one receiver week in, yeah. week out. But I think the change in the uh, in the defensive plan with Rex Ryan there, yep. um, as you mentioned before, but they drop into coverage a lot more of a lineman now, whereas last few years, it's much more simple, just go get them. Yeah. Just say, mm-hmm. our defensive line is better than your offensive line. It is. We'll go and rack up 10 sacks in a game or, you know, whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's it. Exactly right. Um We'll go on to our third one now with Tommy. And the AFC, the AFC South is an open race, Tommy. Well, we wouldn't have said this probably last week, but with the news of Luck being out for two to possibly six weeks, it definitely opens the race up for this. You've got Indianapolis yeah. 4-5, and five, Houston only a game behind 3-5, and five, but they've got a really tough draw. They've got to play the Bengals, the Jets, the Pats, and the Bills. So they're probably out of it. The one that Shane noticed last week was mm. the Jags. They're 2-6, and six, and people probably written them off, but they run home. They don't play a team above... 500. So it's theirs to take if they if they perform against these teams and the games they should win. Yeah, I, th- I think I actually think Houston's going to get this. Um, I saw on Twitter today that the Colts are actually prepared to say that they're probably going to play with luck without luck for a month. Um, mm. That was what I saw anyway. So just look at that as well. It's the same injury that Keenan Allen's out for the season for. Yeah. I think the difference being having surgery, not having surgery, but still, yeah. this is a really serious injury, and with you know, with your most prized possession of your team in Andrew Luck, they won't be taking any risks, I wouldn't think. And with that, I don't think they'd want to leak to the fans that they think he could be out for yeah. a prolonged amount 100%, of time. 100%. Um, so. well, if Mr. 2-0, uh, Matt Hasselbeck, comes in and <laughs> continues winning yeah. games, do they well, then just decide, Mike all right, we're going to yeah. just shut Luck down for the season? If they rush depend, him back? It depends, it depends how serious the injury is, I guess. I mean, if it's that serious and they're winning with Hasselbeck, then you know maybe. But I think they're going to always want Luck at the, uh, at the helm there. Um, but who knows? It'll be uh, interesting to watch over the next four weeks or so. Um, We'll get on to Shano with the uh, the fourth year with Sir Blaine Gabbett, the better option quarterback yeah, there just, for the, uh, uh, the, the 49ers. Let's just all just take a knee and bow down to the Lord. <laughs> He's, uh, <laughs> came in on the weekend and immediately got them a win. Um, Kaepernick saw one snap. <laughs> it was an incomplete pass. It was a drop. <laughs> yeah. But, um, look, he had two touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, 185 yards. The offense just seemed to be flowing a bit better through him, to be honest. They're what Kaepernick... He brings pressure on himself, to be honest. Um, and yeah, it just it basically just comes down to winning games, and Kaepernick hasn't been able to done uh, hasn't been able to do that. So there's a big difference in the way Gabbard had a lot better pocket presence. I think mm. he was able to move around, avoid pressure a lot better. Whereas Kaepernick has been either cement shoes or sprint out to the sideline but yeah. do nothing with the running. <laughs> yeah. So I think you're right. Gabbard looked made the offense look a lot a lot better, the, which it, is stunning. A fresh face helps sometimes, but honestly, I I think they're team towards the draft, the 49ers. Yeah, they, yeah. They're not going to go ahead with Blaine Gabbert for the no. foreseeable future. It's just This is just sort of a plug. Oh, the rest of the season, yeah. get, get him a bad draft position that's, and uh, that's tank, tank away for a draft. Exactly just a quick right. one on this. Assuming Kaepernick's not in San Fran next year, what would you see his trade? Um, uh, uh, yeah, what, what fourth round pick, maybe? third, fourth, fourth round? round pick maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably say about that. You know, He's going he's gonna to demand... A, a decent position in the draft. He's still a pretty good quarterback. He's he's shown that. Um, he's played an NFC, an NFC Championship game. He played in a Super Bowl. I mean, he won those games to get in there throwing the ball. So they had a good defense, but you still have to win the ball with the offense. Or 
He did sign a $115 million contract as nah, well. But there the, is options it's, out. It's there is options year. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a year-to-year contract. So I don't think the money in that contract will really be a stumbling. No. Because someone will think they can fix him. Yep. Chip yeah. Kelly. Yeah, that's who I think will yeah. yeah. Don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. Um, the last one we've got here is the Chargers injury run. They've got they've lost Keenan Allen, Malcolm Floyd, Green Gates out pretty much every second week. And one I just found out, both their cornerbacks mm. are out in the fourth quarter last week. So yeah. mm. the Chargers, they're just... I feel so sorry for Philip Rivers because he's actually been really he's good. He's been very, very It's been good. a rotating door at offensive yeah. line. The fact that he's still throwing for a 1,000 yards a game, yeah. pretty much, <laughs> with, 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 with no one protecting yeah. him, I don't know how he's doing it. He's he's proving to me this year that he's better than I thought he was. Mm. Um, I just, yeah, I can't help but feel sorry for the guy because they really... They're a pretty talented team and... I think they should be doing a lot better than what they are. It's going to be really unfortunate for the San, uh, the San Diego crowd who enjoys seeing them there because I don't think they'll be there next year. Every every game they're apparently being outnumbered and mm. outvoiced at their own stadium. Yes, traveling fans are coming in there and making it almost a home game for the visiting mm. teams. Yeah, I guess that's why the NFL are looking towards moving them over to LA. But mm. we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, guys, we'll move on to the next segment and get on to our fantasy team of the week. Inside the Playbooks Fantasy Team of the Week. So with the Fantasy Team of the Week uh, for this pod, we actually have uh, other good matchups as well as who we picked. Um, so we'll go through who we've got first, and then we'll just uh, throw it over to uh, the person that is explaining it, that we've got uh, three to four different matchups there Nailed it. also. <laughs> yeah. So Tommy, quarterback. Okay, so we've gone with Drew Brees this week. Uh, he's against Washington. They let 16 points on average to opposing quarterbacks, but Drew Brees is the informed quarterback. He's dropped mm. 75 points over the last two weeks. Love this matchup. Can't really go wrong. Washington, their defense is very, very shabby, especially yeah. the pass defense. Shocking. Mm. But we've also got some good other matchups as well. I like Dalton against the Texans. The Texans are trash at the moment, and that offense is going to kill them. Cam Newton against the Titans. Super Cam. You know, especially with all the rushing touchdowns he's been going through. And a rough one here, Kirk Cousins against the Saints. I really like because the Saints are giving up the most points, the most touchdowns as well. He could have a huge game as well. That Saints D is terrible. He's yeah. a massive chance for like, I reckon, I reckon 20. I'm tipping about yeah. 20 as a minimum. I don't think he's going to get like a 30, but yeah, like a 20 I, I, is a good score. Just, but that's awesome if you're plugging yeah. and playing him. Yeah, definitely. He's mm. not going to be starting too often for many teams, you mm-hmm. wouldn't think. Um, Cambo, running back one. Yeah, we've got my old mate, uh, D'Angelo Williams. He's uh, he's back in now at RV1 for the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Um, and he looked, he's playing really well. 36 last week. I think he was number one uh, for fantasy points over the first two weeks. And I think um, Cleveland letting up 23 points to opposing running backs. Mm. They can't stop the run. They can't stop a thing. D'Angelo Williams is going to have a... Day. Yeah. yeah, without Big Ben, so you think they're going to lean a little bit more to the running game. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, as the feature back this year, he's gone scores of 13, 27, and 36. Yeah. It's, it's he's, unbelievable. <laughs> he's been awesome. So whoever's been lucky enough to pick him up off the waiver, if he was available, you've got yourself a really strong running back one there in D'Angelo Williams, mm, I think. 100%. Um, running back two, we have Latavius Murray. Um, he's been pretty consistent, I've got to admit. I've got him, and... You know, he's not setting the world on fire with 20s, but he's been mm. pretty consistent all year. He, he's pretty good for a, a double-figure score. Um, and I like him as a running back, too. I think he's a really good running back, two option. Uh, I guess the Vikings this week, they're a pretty good run defense. I'll be interested to see how he goes. But, boys, you got any thoughts on Latavius? Well, yeah, they, they shut down... 
pretty much shut down Todd Gurley last week, the Vikings, but Oakland are a better offense, I feel, and I think Derek Carr has options down the field, and I think, AC, especially, AC. yeah, closer to the goal line as well, I think Murray will get more of the ball, and I think that's where he'll score most of his points. Mm, I think yeah. Gurley still scored about 20 points last week. Yeah, he got lots yeah. of receiving yards, but rushing yards, he wasn't as... That's yeah. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll back in Latavius. Well, providing Latavius uh, overcomes the concussion protocol, which yeah, that's he it. didn't practice today. Nah, so, yeah, right. um, big boy. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a big six foot three, but he'll yeah. get through it. He's fine. Um, a wide receiver one, Shane, a young bloke who's been playing really well. Yeah, A Rob down in um, Jacksonville. He's had uh, coming up against Baltimore this week. They've got 14 receiving touchdowns against, which is tied most in the league. Uh, and he scored 12 on Darrell Revis and 16 against the Bills. So it just it screams wide receiver one. And I think. Alan Robinson and Alan Hearns have been very, very underrated in Jacksonville Field this very year. Very underrated. Yeah. Uh, well, Alan Hearns especially, I think, because of Robinson's um, sort of breakout season. Mm. Hearns has been sort of put in the back burner a little bit, but he seems to just score a touchdown every game, Hearns. Mm, yeah. um, he's been really good, but this is about Robinson. Yeah. And Shane, have you got – oh, sorry, actually, we'll throw over to Tommy. He's got Jordan Matthews. Yeah, so – Matthews probably started a bit slow towards the start of the year, but last week's come come pretty good. He had the he had the winning touchdown overtime last week to get him over the line against the Cowboys. Uh, don't mind this matchup against Miami. Miami defense, even though Dan Campbell's come back in, honeymoon's over. They had two mm. good games against two crap teams. Yeah, uh, they got killed. They got killed the last two weeks. But we've also got some other good options that I like. Deshaun Jackson. Rough last week, but was against the Pats. He's got the Saints this week. They gave up the most receiving touchdowns. I like him. I like Brandon Cooks, who's come back into form with Breeze mm. lifting as well against the Redskins. That matchup should really be a shootout. The other one is Eric Decker against the Bills. Eric Decker pretty much scores a touchdown yeah. every game. He's been good all year. He's been yeah. on flex. It's been yeah, such an underrated pick. Yeah, he's been really good. But I like that. It's a, you know I think the confidence will come with Matthews after last week, so he's hoping anyway. Um, Cambo, tight end. We got uh, another one of the old mates from Carolina, Gary Barnich here, who all he did, all he did was block for, for years. <laughs> and he's emerged this year. He's making circus catches almost every week, yeah. catching them between his knees. <laughs> and he's playing against the Steelers, who have had the fourth most points to tight ends this year. And I, th- I think I've got an, uh, an idea, Barnage. I think he's number three in the tight end points. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think he was two until Eifert had a massive week. one last week. Yeah. But. Bain has been a really consistent starter for someone he would have got off the waivers, and I think he's a good chance for some points this week. Yeah, whoever got him off the waivers now, I can't, I can't remember who got it. Barbin. Oh, there you go, Standard. Jason. Jason got him. That's just what happens. But yeah, I mean, what a what a pickup. <laughs> I've mm. got to admit. What are your other thoughts on tight ends for this week? Well, I mean, you've got Witten at the Bucks. Yeah, I, Bucks like defense it, is. I like the games tight ends. They give up heaps of points. Bucks yeah. defense has been pretty good last few weeks, and Witten hasn't done anything all year. Give us anything above tough. three, and I'll be stoked. For <laughs> I like Jordan Reed at the at the Saints. Yeah, I was looking at it myself yeah. actually. Um, yeah, that that one is the one I like. Uh, you got and Rudolph he, as well at the Raiders. Yeah, but Raiders but, give up the most to tight ends in the in the league. Yeah, I just don't trust Rudolph at the moment. He's Every year, this is this is more about, of a deep option. More it than, is, it is a deep option yeah. because every year you hear about Rudolph, and yeah. um, and every year he disappoints. Exactly <laughs> right. No, seriously, he does. So iffy, but you know, I like Reed and I like Witten. So that's two good picks there. Um, flex option, we've got Tavon Austin, who's been another sneaky good. He's inconsistent, but he's always getting rushing yards. He's always getting receiving yards. And I think with that combination, and as Campbell said earlier this week, he's become more part of an of the offense. He's sort of the staple, yeah, I well, guess, with Gurley. Yeah. Um, so he's always going to perform to a reasonable 
standard. You'd five, think. five touchdowns in the last five games as well. You know, he's performing points-wise. He's not just a special teams option anymore. Yeah. Against Chicago, there's plenty of points to be made there. As you said, mm. they've really, really, really incorporated him into their offense a lot more, which is what they should have mm. been doing for someone they traded up to draft exactly. in the first round. I think at pick eight, I think he was. Yeah. So I think... He's really been impressive, and I'll back him in for another good score. Well, they were trying yeah. to work him in earlier in the season. He just saw a heap of targets, but just couldn't get, get going. Couldn't get on the board, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, we'll move on to the kicker, who Shane has. Yeah, me boy, Brando McManus. <laughs> uh, he's hit the most 50-yard field goals in the league. Uh, coming up against the Chiefs, It's it just seems a no-brainer, basically, because Peyton struggling at the moment. Um, yeah, mm. it's Brando McManus, I think, is the number two kicker in the league. I picked yeah. him up off the waivers earlier in the year. Yeah. And he's, yeah. We also like uh, Mason Crosby against the Lions. Big points. Uh, Jason Tucker against the Jags and Blair Walsh against the Raiders. So. All solid there. Yeah, kicker picks, guys. Mm. Um, and Campbell, I'll throw it over to you with the defense, mate. You're very happy about this one, I think. Yeah, look, Carolina D, they, they haven't been the best fantasy defense mm. this year, but they have a great matchup this week against Tennessee, who give up the most points to opposing defenses this season by about two points. Yeah. So it's, it's a considerable difference. Yeah. And I think even though Marcus Mariota has uh, been playing pretty well, against a quality D, I think I think we'll see um, you know, the rookie struggles that we're more expected of him. Yeah. Josh Norman for a picky or two. There you go. And uh, I think it could be sexy. Other good matchups there in the defense? Uh Got the Cardinals versus Seahawks, um, and that's just because the Seahawks offense just been struggling all year. And the Cardinals day, that's for real. That team mm. is for real. Top of that, you got the Steelers versus the Browns. Um, Josh McCown, I think, is back in this week, yep. um, so that might be effective because he's played pretty well. Um, and as well as at the Rams versus Bears, uh, the Rams day speaks for itself most mm. weeks. Sack City. There you go. That's our fantasy team of the week for week ten. Um, so we'll move on to the waiver wire pickups. And the first one we have is Antonio Andrews from Tennessee, running back. Uh, I've got him. He's, I think he's got three scores of double figures this year. It's been pretty good. He's, he's definitely taken over the role of Bishop Sankey there. So he's the lead back in Tennessee. Whether they stick with him long term is another question. I'm not sure. Probably not. But, you know, he's a decent deep pickup there if he's still available on your waiver list. They have the rookie David Cobb to come back soon. I yeah. Thought. He's, he's been, he's been a, soon yeah. for a while. Yeah. But... Antonio Andrews looked impressive when he's played. Kind of just over four yards of carry, so have, have a go. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. It. With the amount of injuries at the moment, there's nothing in the running, running back position. Yeah. Running you back need to just have a crack. Yeah, yep. take him if you can. Tommy, you've got Marvin Jones. Yeah, he's kind of had an up and down type of year. You know, didn't play last year, but he's only in 20% of leagues. He's got three scores and double figures. Uh, in a high-powered offense of Cincinnati, he's always going to get the ball, especially... Some, it depends. You have to look at it based on a matchup because when it's got a good matchup and good defense, he scores big because they shut out AJ Green and then especially against like Buffalo, we saw that and he got all the ball. Um, he's a very very good deep option, especially as a flex. Probably not as a starter as a wide receiver one or two, but especially for depth, he's he's huge there. Yeah, definitely. No, it's another one that's decent pick if he's there. I mean, it, mostly he probably is. Uh, Cambo, Carlos Williams. Yeah, look, he's been good all year. He's owned in 19% of leagues, which I find really surprising because mm. he's played Pretty from good. the start of the year until he got injured, and he's been good every time he's played. Mm. Um, he's got a lower score of 9.7, which speaks for itself. He's a mm. fifth-round rookie, so no one expected him to do anything, and he's been super impressive. McCoy apparently batting a ham- uh, battling a hamstring injury this week. Mm. Always um, is. Oh, yeah, stock standard <laughs> for him. Mm. So if you can get him... Um, He's a running back too, straight into your team. He's yeah. also got a touchdown every game. Even when McCoy's been fully fit, still gets a touchdown. Mm. Spread, still spreading the ball around well. Yeah. 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 That's it. Um, Shano, James Starks. 
Yeah, well, um, I saw a bit of him actually last week and he tore us up a it's little bit. It's hard not to see him. Yeah, he's <laughs> a bit boy. Well, uh, he definitely looks the more explosive back in uh, Green Bay, whether that uh, be due to Lacey carrying a few extra kegs, I'm not too sure. Um, but he's only in 16% of leagues um, and he's always a chance for a touchdown with that offense. Yeah, playing no, against Detroit and, as well. Yeah, they got the Lions this week. And Lions. He's uh, taking snaps off Lacey. Mm. Um, won't read what we got on the run sheet. He is quite, quite humorous. But yes, Lacey is not playing Throwing very well. Mike yeah. McCarthy <laughs> came out and said James Starks is number one running back on the depth chart. Yeah. And so he said that today. So enough said. Go out and get him. Yep. Go out and get him. Get Starks if he's there. Anyway, guys, we'll move on to our last segment of the week and we'll have a look at the games of the week for this week in week 10. Um, Tom, we got the first one. It's the Thursday, the Thursday night football matchup, big divisional game. Pretty good, pretty good one to start. It's Buffalo at the Jets. You know, Rex Ryan returning home. <clears throat> um, two quality defenses. It's good now, especially because you know Tyrod Taylor and Sammy Watkins are back in. Uh, it's going to be really, really good to see mm. how they test against the strong defenses. The Jets. Mm. Really looking forward to this one. Yeah, it, actually, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good mm. game. Um, It'll be underrated. Seventeen, sixteen type match, I think. Yes. I think so. Last couple of minutes, I think. I'm interested to see how Tyrod goes against the Jets. That'll be a tester for him with that secondary and the line, um, the defensive line of the Jets. Who they wins that one? They still don't throw that much, which probably helps him anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. No, definitely. See how, see how the Jets cope as well. Read options. So. Who wins that one, boys? Buffalo. Jets, Jets can't Jets. run the ball the last few weeks. They can't I'll run yeah, it. I'll, 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 I'll go Jets. with that too. I'm going Buffalo, yeah. Um, Cambo, Vikings, Raiders, another big one. Yeah, look, these are two teams who've sort of taken everyone a bit by surprise. The Raiders have been awesome this year. Yeah. And the Vikings, I think, look, they're 6-2, and two, I think, now. But I haven't been all that impressed by them. No. Um, and with the, Ra- with the way the Raiders are flying at the moment, I reckon the Raiders might, might pants them here. Yeah, I think I think they'll get them if Latavius Murray's playing. I think that's... A, if he's out, that's a big out because their running back options aren't that great. I think it's... I think it's Roy Hulu, I yeah. want to say. I don't know. I reckon they'll go Marcel Reese. Marcel Reese yeah. is there. He's more of a fullback, but Tywin, you know, is it Tywin Jones? Yeah, he's had he had as many fumbles as he did yards <laughs> last week. I think so. I, I worry about the Raiders D. That's the only problem. Yeah, how they're going to stop Peterson? Charles Woodson will stop him. Khalil Mack. I'm, I'm Charles really Woodson looking, will stop everyone. I'm really mm. looking forward to uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Derek Cargo on head dead boys. It's going to be massive. That's is Olden Smith any chance of making an impact for this team? <laughs> uh, you forget he's, he's actually he's, he's, forget he's actually on there. He's done that, nothing. Uh, yeah, you forget he is on there. But, you know, I don't know where Olden Smith's head at the moment. <laughs> Have a rinse, Olden Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll move on to another divisional matchup: Cardinals at Seahawks. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a slugfest, Shane. Oh, I NFC South. Both teams are coming off the bye. Um, Seahawks have been struggling. I want to say the Cards win this one, but I'm, I'm going for the Seahawks as a, as a diehard Panthers fan. But it should be good, you know. Um, like the Cardinals' offense, I think, will really test the Seattle defense. Mm, yeah. um, but I just can't see the Seahawks. I reckon after the over. week off, I reckon Seahawks will step up and pink, pip this one, I reckon. Yeah. If there's okay. any time to, it's now. So. They need to. So, Absolutely. yeah, that's it. It's Seahawks there for, I think, most of us here. Um, and then I've got the Pats, the, uh, the Giants. Now, the... Giants are the only team to beat the Patriots since 2007, I think it is. Um, I don't give the Giants a chance in hell on this one, to be honest with you. <laughs> I seriously think the Patriots' offense is going to tear the Giants' defense a new one. They just lost their starting defensive tackle, which doesn't help an already average defense. The Giants might hang around for a half or so to make it an interesting game, but no, nah, the Pats for me. They're in trouble, yeah. LeGarrette Blunt for 120 yards and Ooh. two TDs. 
They're going to run the ball all day. There you go. <laughs> all day. Bang. Yeah, I like that one. You like it? There we go. And that's that's the, that's the wrap. That's a wrap that's today, it. boys. That's uh, been a good podcast, actually. Mm. Yeah. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Hopefully everyone else did. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, Tom, go Bengals, go Panthers for both go of you. Go Panthers, baby. And go Eagles for me. Keep so see you later, guys. Cheers. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.